All right, welcome to the Okoye's High School Podcast. I'm your host, Cleveland, and I'm here today with... I'm Jonathan. Jamal. Trenton. Zach. And Leo. All right, and today our topic is going to be about what we should really learn in school. So what I emphasize on that, I mean, there are different things that we all learn in school, but I mean in topics that can apply in real life. So for myself, I'm going to tell this as a quick story. I recently got a job, and tax season is coming up soon. And I have no idea how to do my taxes. And I'm over here having to ask my mom and all that over because I haven't learned that in school. Now I, now, I recognize that there are some classes like economics that may cover that. But for somebody in 10th grade, I got no idea. There, there should be, I think, a class, how to pay rent, how to, how to do mortgage stuff, how to do your taxes. I think that that itself should just be one class. As much as I hate some of the curriculum that we have here. It shouldn't eat into that. It should just be an, a, a required elective, kind of like hope is. It should be like hope too, you know. Yeah, hope part two. Yeah. See, and I feel that they should cover it early too, just so that because most people do get like their high school jobs around tenth or eleventh grade. I think economic. Do you gotta be a senior for economics? Yeah, yeah. it'll be a senior. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like some people don't take classes online like that. So I'm saying like they should do it early because most people do get like their high school jobs around like tenth and eleventh grade. Personally, personally, I feel like school should be more flexible with classes because, like you said, economics, you have to take it senior year. If not, then you have to take it online. But you should be able to take economics your, your freshman or sophomore year because that's when you're now starting to get a job. That's when you're now starting to get a car, your license, and everything like that. At least you'll have something going into 18, whether t- you turned 18 already or you're turning 18 and you're going into economics. Yeah, like, that is good. Right? I'd rather have the prior knowledge. Um, from prior years, then go into 18 knowing that, okay, this is how I build a credit score. This is what I do so I can be successful in life. I know this isn't economics, but I have never had a job. Like a, I, I work with my mom, but that's not really a job job. I, I have no idea how to get a job. I, I would have to ask my parents. I, I've, I've never learned how to get a job. So I, that's mm-hmm. something else I think that should be taught in school. How do you think a job is acquired, though? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> like, just like... I just go go to a either apply online or go to a go to a place that's hiring and be like, yo, I want to work for you. I don't know. I I always worked for myself doing little services for people. Like I mod fire sticks. Like my mom's coworkers, they really don't know technology like that because they're older people. My mom told them that I mod the fire stick, I guess, and then I can get free movies. So I they buy the fire stick and I just get twenty five for it. It only takes me thirty minutes. Yeah, I think we may really need that, like, also teaching people how to get a job, because I just asked my parents how to get one, but for somebody like Zach, who has no idea how to do it, we still teach you how to, like, fill out an application, do a resume, yeah. how to, like, interview skills, mm-hmm. like, all sorts of things. Like, I have a feeling they should really cover that. Yeah, that's all stuff that would go into that class, and how to be professional, uh, how to be sophisticated. Just how to look presentable, I guess. Yeah, yeah like, following Perfect. up on that. Do you think that school can prepare us in real life, like once we're 18 and start going to college and getting our first jobs? I wouldn't say it doesn't prepare us, but it doesn't prepare us enough. School prepares us just to be like, okay, here's the assignment, turn it in, boom, turn it in, turn it in. I feel like school is more for office work in that sense because like you're just taking a work, doing work, and just- turning it on paper or at the computer. But if you're trying to do something physical like mechanics or something, like fixing cars or you want to work for the Navy, fixing the boat, the ships and everything, wouldn't really make sense for you to go to school. 100% agree with Jonathan. And then sense where I feel like school doesn't necessarily only teach you academically. It teaches you to be social, 
with your peers. It teaches you to be hardworking. It teaches you to adapt to your environment. And I feel like most of the time it does prepare you academically. Yeah, like sure, yeah, getting a job or doing taxes or many other many other categories of uh, life, of adulthood. I feel like they don't teach you that. But I feel like to be a working person in a society, I feel like it does mold you. I like what you said there because I've I've always, in my head, I've always thought that school should teach you stuff like that, what you said about how to work with your peers and how to prepare yourself like for uh, deadlines. But I've always said that your family should be the ones that teach you your values and your like your passions. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So the combination of school and family, they intertwine together to really prepare you for and your life. And they do because like, you can have parents or a father, I guess, or a mother who will teach you, you know, how to fix cars, maybe how to change out the oil of the car or how to fix the brakes or something like that, right? You know, you get, at least you can learn a trade. I feel like everyone should at least have a trade, whether it's making beats, fixing cars, um, fixing iPhones, fixing computers. I feel like everyone should have a trade because it's something that you could fall back on. Let's say you want to become a scientist, right? Or you want to become a mathematician and you don't you don't do too well in school because you're kind of lazy you're kind of laid back you know and you, you try to pick up things a little too late and colleges are like it's a little too late it's really you really kind of suffered your first couple of years now can't really pick up so now what do you do an average person who never had a trade wouldn't be able to do anything they'll probably have to work at mcdonald's or walmart but if you had a trade maybe fixing computers a mechanic, iphones and stuff like that you can then at least look for a job in a mechanic shop in an auto shop um Maybe even work at a local computer shop fixing computers or iPhones and stuff like that. Yeah, I do agree with that because I have my own trade. I build gaming PCs. So, like, the way I see it with school, like how Trey mentioned earlier, like, it works like a bit of an office space. Like, you're in a desk, you do the work, and there's, like, 20 other students in there or co-workers if you see it like office space. I 100% agree with you and Jonathan. And I also want to touch back on Zach's point of how you should be taught by your family and that, those values. And I feel like a lot of people nowadays are kind of just relying on school to be kind of matured and molded. I, I feel like not a lot of people have values and everyone's just kind of immoral, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's our parents. You know, ever since we were young, our parents told us, get good grades, go to college. They never they never told us, learn this, learn that. It's not like our grandparents or our grandparents' parents where they were like, okay, we don't have money to send you to college, so... Learn how to fix cars. Learn how, how to work for it. Yeah. Yeah. Learn how to fix cars. Learn how to build houses. Learn how to do stuff like that. It's a generation shift. Of course, every generation. Yeah, shift, it, yeah. Every generation shifts where we're going from physical labor to now office work. Technology. But, yeah. Yeah. There's still a place for the physical labor jobs because we need those jobs. But if you're telling everyone in schools in the school system, or you're telling every child that they need to go to college, who's gonna fill these auto technician parts? Who's gonna fill these mechanic parts? Who's gonna take the jobs no one else wants? Exactly. My parents were like that. I don't think my mom even knows what college is. I mean, I understand, like, where you're going, but it's just, it's not, at least it's not for me. I mean, I know some people can relate. I mean, there's always exceptions. My parents came from the islands, and but they still knew what college was, so I mean. See, Jonathan, I kind of do agree with you because my parents, the way that they see school, they said, to me, you're not going to use too much of the stuff that you learn there, but you're going to need the diploma or the degree that they may give you because uh a lot of jobs have that t kind of requirement. Like, they'll need you yeah. to have a high school diploma. And, I mean, if you want to go for an academic program, but you slacked off a little bit, sophomore year, your junior year, 
and you're trying to bring it back in your senior year, you can always go to a community college, get your grades up there, and then go to a big university where you can get a decent title, I guess. Cleveland, I like your point of like going to a university or college to get a degree. Nowadays, a degree doesn't really mean anything because everyone has one. Whereas like the past generations, if you had a degree, you were elite, you were smart, right. you, you get were any set. job you want. Now, because like Jonathan said, every parent says, hey, go to college, get a degree. Everyone has a degree. It's more like, Supply and de- demand, yeah. personally, I feel like degrees now, they're not as useful as before because, you know, especially with like stuff with like computers and technology, I think you can still go to college for mechanics, stuff like that too. But like stuff like that, you can learn at home. Like I know a couple company owners, business owners that they didn't go to college for coding and making software, but they have people under them who work for them that took four years of computer science. You know, it's an underrated thing that goes on nowadays is entrepreneurship as far as youtube you can so easily make a career off of you not easily but you can make a career off of youtube and you really don't need any education there's so many things you can make a career off of youtube music you can literally just get into music and make money in like a year if you actually put your mind to it so i mean i mean like my mom makes a living for being a maid she didn't go to school to be a maid and i feel like your point jonathan kind of leads to how our next generation might be where instead of now parenting, telling their kids, hey, go to college, get a degree, I feel like now it's going to be just be the next big thing. Yeah, I feel like the next generation is going to be the next boomer age, I guess, where it's going to be more physical jobs, more business owners. So that means our, their wealth is going to go up, meaning our I feel like our country is going to prosper more personally. We struggle, you know, going to school. Our parents telling us, go to college, go to college, go to college. But we don't want to go to college. We're like, well, I do want to go to college. But some people do not want to go to college. And they're saying, hey, you know, I want to start a business. Let's start a business. So then these people, you know, they're making money now. So now we're going to see that and be like, okay, these people didn't go to college, but they're still making money. They have college graduates working under them. So I'm going to tell my kids, hey, if you want to start a business, start a business. Hans, his brother started a clothing brand when he was here a couple years ago. And he's making high five figure. You know, it always goes through my mind. A majority of YouTubers probably dropped out of school. If they got if their channel got big enough, Pew- PewDiePie said he dropped out of school in his Draw My Life. Yeah, how will that if if you don't get big enough and let's say YouTube just all of a sudden starts to, to decline heavily, which probably won't happen, but hypothetically if it does, what's going to happen to those people that don't have a degree? Because you really need a degree to get a job. They'll end up filling the other jobs or finding another opportunity. Um, well, with some YouTubers, I'm using PewDiePie because I I watched Draw My Life like again recently. And I kind of just have it in my, the back of my head. Well, he said he did, he did Photoshop stuff. So he can easily just do Photoshop if he ever fails. But he's a millionaire now. So yeah. I mean, See, the way that I see it, YouTubers, like YouTubers that aren't rich enough to, you know, hire their own editor or anything. If, let's say, their channel does start declining and they're not able to. They got camera skills. They got editing skills. Like, I think it's different opportunities that can come from one yeah, even if you are a failed YouTuber or a failed content creator, like you you built the editing skills because you were editing your videos. So you've built those skills. So now you can go to a YouTuber who's growing, but he's growing really fast. You you go into his DMs and say, hey, you're growing really fast. Let's speed this up. Let's push more content out. Can I be your editor? I'd like to get paid, but I don't, I don't need to get paid too much for now, right? Because I know you're starting out. You're still trying to make that money. You know, you're still trying to grow you know, invest into your own thing. I'll do it for you, you know, $100 per video. 
and he's dropping videos every every day now because you're editing so that's 700 a week so now you're making some type of income so now you could probably pay rent for a small apartment now yeah that's that's a great point i never thought about that if you start with them while they're still kind of growing and small that kind of builds our relationship if they're big now it's not going to be the same getting an editor because you don't have that same relationship it's harder because they're getting dms on a yeah. on a daily basis so for them to see you on top or on, like on the second one it's hard you're gonna have to be dming them spamming them spamming them and that's and then if they keep seeing you on the top they're gonna be like okay you're spamming they're gonna block you also Juma, what's your opinion on this you know my parents will teach me about jobs but i don't know what i'll be in the future maybe a policeman firefighter a mcdonald's worker maybe he's gonna have his own netflix show so you want to be like a public servant yes it's not a bad thing it's not a bad thing yeah it's honorable we need we need people um going back to the getting a job on like social media stuff like youtube i've recently been seeing a lot of twitch streamers like dropping their old jobs to do full-time twitch yeah and like it's working out for a lot of them like being on the internet and just making videos making content has never been easier but it's still a hard job don't get me wrong like you got it's still a hard job you got to find people that actually watch your stuff because now you're pretty much a celebrity because your whole life is gonna be pretty much out there don't undermine it and think saying oh they just sit on their computer all day no they have to keep up an image they have to keep up maintenance. They have to keep up interaction with fans. So they have their own job outside of their actual job making videos or streaming. I don't think it's a difficult job per se, but it's still a lot of work. There's a certain thing that goes on with YouTube. It, you, not everyone can be big on YouTube. It's it's not this easy job that anyone can do. You have to have a personality that's likable and that's marketable. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like too many people try to do YouTube, but I won't say their personality is bad. I said that you got to be relatable to people. Like, Like, if I make a channel right now and it's about, like, my daily life or, like, scenarios that are funny or something, I have a feeling that I may attract, like, the weed population. How do you guys feel about that? Like, something getting so popular where now it's kind of just too sardined in together? Well, I hate it. With YouTube, they just give you ads on every single video. So it's not like no one's stealing money from another person. Cause, and no one's stealing a view from another person because, okay, you made a 10-minute video. Okay, I watched. There's two ads, one at the beginning, one at the end. Okay, I watched them, whatever. Next video, person B, I watched their video. 20-minute video, ad at the beginning, ad at the end. Okay, good. Two different people, but I'm not competing over both of them because they're both making money off of me pretty much because I'm watching ads. So they're getting the ad revenue. Yeah, it's not really a competition. It's, it's just not a competition. It's attention. just who's more personal, I guess. Is that a word? Like, yeah, who, ha- who has more personality? There's two types of people on the internet. People who are relatable, you know, they say, okay, this is my average life. This is what I do in my average life. And then you have the flashy people. This is my Lamborghini. This is my new Gucci shoes. My this new is my Lamborghini. new mansion. Thing is, I noticed between those two types of channels there is a very large difference between the viewers there is the the rich and flashy people are more kids a whole lot and that's why i say that this whole generation shift is happening because those are 12 year old kids saying they don't have to go to school to become rich like these people making 12 million a year they're saying if i just do youtube or i start a business like these people i can make it big like them it's a good dream it's a good dream to have very unrealistic though. it's unrealistic but it's a good dream the golden age for YouTube has died, but it's a good dream. Everyone has dreams. Kids dream to be an astronaut. Kids be dreams of a firefighter, being a football player, a basketball player, maybe a baker, and you're at it. I See, mean, if we're going off those types of jobs, like, do you think 
school can help people with those types of jobs like if you want to be an astronaut or a firefighter definitely well definitely though because those are more academic things well yeah well, I remember I want to like, be if you're like if you're talking about a business, we have a business class here. It really depends on how you take your business. I know lots of people they want to market their things to certain people, like Victoria's Secret. They market obviously to girls, and then boy companies you'll market to boys. Like having a business, it's high risk but high reward. Going to school in college is low risk because you're, you're pretty much certain to get a job for the most part. And medium rewards, like you're gonna be, you're gonna be the middle class if you go to college. If you go to college and you do something that actually makes sense, you don't go for something stupid. Like you know, be a liberal arts major. Yeah, like if you actually go for something like science or math or something like STEM, the STEM majors are huge. If you're going to college, go for a STEM major. Like you're gonna be making a lot of money and it's gonna be pretty fun too. That that's a fantastic way of thinking. I I've never thought about that before. Like. It, it makes sense because the athletes, they, they go one year of college and they go pro, they make tons of money. YouTubers, if they make it big, they don't go to school, they make a ton of money. And then you got the average Joe that goes four years bachelor degree and they're stuck in the middle class the rest of their life. Yeah. See, I think it's, it's mainly how you see it. Because let's say I make a YouTube channel and I'm in my like second year of college. And that channel like blows up, then I might drop out of college because I got it. But the channel doesn't go anywhere. I'm going to stay in college. I think it's the way you think and like the opportunities that come with that type of thing. Personally, if I was to start a YouTube channel, and since I'm going to college now, I kind of like continue my YouTube channel throughout college and grow it there, and then go still go to college just to have that backup. Saying okay, YouTube isn't working out too much. You know, I have a couple thousand subscribers, you know, it's cool. So let me back off a little bit. Let me take a break from YouTube, you know, get my mind cleared. Let me let me ask some people if they want to hire me to edit their videos. And then I'll just go to college. And I'll use the editing videos as a part-time job, quotation marks. See, I think, like, I agree with that because that's good. If you, like, back yourself up with, like, a bachelor's degree, but you're still making it big. So, like, just in case something happens. Because some YouTubers, if their channel, like, dies... They just don't come back from it. I mean, they probably have enough money in the bank, I guess, to to actually buy houses and just rent them out. And then they'll have a livable income there. Yeah. Hmm. We just teach kids how to self-defend themselves. Like, if we have a judo (laughs) class in school, somebody's going to get thrown out a window, Jamel. Fine. Uh, Just one more question before we wrap it up. We could talk about how those gifted students that the school kind of, like, has as a golden child, like maybe the quarterback of the football team or the point guard of basketball or, like, this wildly intelligent student that skipped two grades i feel like we could see how that golden child is affected by school and kind of like the pressures put on them i wouldn't know yeah, yeah. but like I kind would. of um, from like an outside perspective i was given the gifted a gifted thing back in second grade i don't <laughs> i really don't know how much weight that holds now our athletes do get a lot of privileges but they do put in a lot of work and mm-hmm. i feel like they deserve those privileges yeah like if I'm over here training like six hours at it every day during the summer, I would of course want to be able to skip and, the lunch and, line. And that's one thing too that I feel like if you want to start a business, you have to put in the work because let's be real here, athletes they're businessmen themselves because they they still have to get put on a team, so they have to make themselves look presentable to get put on a team. So that's what I'm saying. They work hours upon hours upon hours upon hours, but an average Joe over here saying, "Yeah, I'm gonna go to college, but I want to also want to start a business." If you're only putting an hour of work into it a day. 
what 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 gain do you expect to get? That's that's where the stigma of businesses come from because people are like, oh, I just put clothes online and then boom, I have that. No, still have a job, maybe work at a Publix, maybe work at a, a fast food chain, get some income, market your brand using that income, and then see where it goes from there. Instagram is a big resource these days. It's probably one of the best resources you have. Um, relating to gifted, um, if you're in gifted, you get ac- academically promoted on your uh, what's it called uh, transcript. transcript. Yeah, so that's what it does. You I'm know, not sure if colleges even if really we, consider it. Even if we got it in second grade? Yeah. That's wild. You, you never saw that on your transcript? Oh, this second no. grader's smart, bro. I have to get him to college. One uh, thing that uh, that Jonathan said that I liked was like having that steady cash flow when you're pursuing like an entrepreneurship or something or your own type of brand or product. Like I highly agree with that. A lot of people think they can just go out there with their like creative idea or something. And honestly, it, it'll be hard. Like if you're just trying to promote your own product out there, just all by yourself, funding it all by yourself, you're always going to need that type of cash flow to come in and help fund your big idea or creative project. I I have a story I want to tell. So I was watching a YouTube video about last, I think it was last week, and it was about this kid that was a valedictorian for his class, and he he had the gown, he had the the thing on his on his shoulder. Oh, you watched it, Leo? Yeah. In, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. He had, he had the speech, and he was saying, you know, I worked so hard for this last year. In the first 15 seconds, my name was called. I was ecstatic. And then that 16th second, I just felt nothing. I felt normal, disappointed almost. I, I think that's interesting that someone that's the smartest in their class put in all their time to school, they just have that little title, valedictorian, but w- what else did they gain from that? He said that along the way, he lost his values and his relationships with his friends, with his family. Like, he, he was more distant from them and really just hard and focused on school. I mean, if that's what you want to pursue, go for it. Because I know when you're working with a business, you're going to be working long, hard hours. If you ask your friends to come with your business, you know, you might have some disagreements, you know, in fighting within the business. And you might lose some friends here and there. But, I mean, if it's what you have to do to be successful, it's what you have to do. Anybody got anything else? Romance class. A what? Romance? A dating class. So why would you need that? So we teach people how to get a girlfriend. (laughs) Yes. That's just a social interaction class. Hey, Mr. Johnson, how do I get a girlfriend? (laughs) Well, son, I'll teach you the right way. You just got to slide. We should wrap it up. Yeah, okay, let's wrap this up. All right. Like I said before, businesses are high risk, high reward. College is low risk, medium reward. Just remember that. Quote of the day. This is the Courtney High School Podcast. I you know this is your host, Cleveland. I'm Jonathan. I'm Jamal. I'm Trenton. I'm Zach. And Leo. Miss every shot you don't take.